but I don't believe in flat Earth. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm a hollow earther myself. That's much. Sorry. At least that's that's got some stuff that you're like, hmm, maybe. A lot of fun stories with There's the a hollow lot of earth. caves. Yeah, tons of caves. We should do an episode on. No, I'm gonna cut that out. But we should do an episode on caves. Scott, cut that out so no one does an episode. Keep beliefful from doing an episode on caves. We're gonna go into some caves in this episode. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, that's a long, that's a really long roundabout way of saying welcome to Giants Part Two. Pew 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 pew. We'll see you on the inside. Before we started recording, I asked you if you'd ever heard of the Giants of Solomon Islands. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I'm very well versed on this. That is not what he said. <laughs> I don't think he's well versed because I don't even think he's read the episode yet. But no, I have. Not. Basically, you're like you. They weren't. It wasn't. The name wasn't familiar with you. Well, the name, the name Solomon is very familiar with me, but I didn't. I wasn't aware of Solomon Island Giants. No. OK, well, the Solomon Islands is also a, a major battle place during World War Two, which is probably where we all have heard from it. Mm, we're yes. going to talk about giants today what do you think of that i'm very excited for that we haven't talked about giants since episode three of season one and it's like scott's favorite thing yeah it is one of my favorite things if you haven't listened to the first episode go listen to what the show was like at episode three of season one and report back and let me know if it's very different because i haven't listened to it in a very long time yeah and i texted you texted this to you i think i'm going to take on the task of proving that giants could have been real yeah, and I can't wait to use the meme that I have lined up for this. I think I can prove it from a skeptical point of view, mm. not for sure, but I can put enough of a thought or a doubt into it to say that, you know, a skeptical doubt or doubt for the skeptics. You know what I'm trying to say, even if I don't. I think I can prove that there there's a possibility that there could have been giants. Are you going to do all this without any kind of biblical text? Is there going to be a lot of arguing in this episode? No, this this is not. This is just one episode of a of a project I'm taking on. Mm. So, uh, you know, we won't wait till the end of season two to to touch on this again. End of season three. End of season three. Yeah. To touch We're on this. We're very again. close to the end of season two. Yeah. So we won't wait till the end of the season to get back to giants. But I I, I have a theory, and okay. I'm going to try to prove the existence of giants. Dramatic music, piano chord strike. Okay, that's now, cool. Now you can do stuff. Okay, yeah. So I guess welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, Stop. No, no, <laughs> no, man. And then he did something bad in the media too. So no more, no more of him. Yeah. You need another song. It's been a while. Uh, don't tempt me with that because I could pull up far weirder songs. Um, yeah. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. Hope you guys are having a great week. If you're not, sorry about it. But Friday's almost here. It's right around the corner. Within 24 hours of you listening to this. No, I'm going to scratch that. It could be Thursday when you're listening to this, yeah. the following week. You know what? Let's start again. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. How many times do I have to introduce episodes these days, Christian? 20? One of these is going to land. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about giants. We are. Yeah. And I already mentioned that it, 
It's been a really long time since we talked about Giants. So what I'm going to do right now is uh, remind you that you can find us on social media. And I know we all hate social media. It is the very downfall of our civilization in many ways, or at least the overlords that run it are. But we try to bring a little bit of that light to social media. Do, we, do we blame those people we do, we for do. our weaknesses? We do. And we're not going to push it any further. We're not going to take a tangent this early in the episode. No, we man. Can't do I it. don't think so. I don't think we should. I don't think we should. I just if you I, justify Mark Zuckerberg right now, I am going to scream, Christian. Is I am not going to justify anything. You're, I'm mm-hmm. saying is we got to take we we do enjoy this. So stuff you can find us. Down. You can find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Chime in the conversation. Where Christian's always posting over on Facebook. I'm posting on Instagram. I do memes every Friday. Christian posts some fire memes on Facebook throughout the week. So they are not me, made by me, unlike Scott's memes. Yeah, my memes are very tailor-made for this podcast. Yeah. But also, just fire, just fire material in general. And I'll probably spice it up every once in a while myself. But uh, no, so if you need a little like midweek pick-me-up, head on over to the, the Freaky Deaky on Facebook. Find at Freaky Deaky Pod on Facebook. Like it, subscribe to the YouTube channel, do all that fun stuff. Join in the conversation. We're always talking about the stuff. We love hearing from you guys. If you're on TikTok, at TFD Paranormal is where you can find us. If you have a freaky story of your own that you'd like to contribute and add it into the archives, the Freaky Deaky archives, you can do that by submitting it to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com, or you can be like the absolute legend who left us a voicemail a week or so back, a couple weeks back at this point, let's say a month just to be safe, at 801-997-0051. And you can leave a message up to about three minutes or so. So to your heart's delight, whatever you want to say, if you have some corrections or something to an episode or you have a different take on an episode, we'll put that into a little video graphic and we'll throw that on Instagram. Or, or we'll, if you want to just tell me to keep doing God's work, you can put that on the voicemail yeah. too. Yeah, you can say that too. You can say that too. And if you don't know what he's talking about, again, you'll find that in social medias, but we're not going to touch on it a third time, a fourth time. I might. A fifth time. What are we doing here? You'll, we're you'll, about- you'll probably hear about it next season too. Yeah. On the Freaky Deaky. Coming up on... No. That's bleeful. Sorry. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's dive into Giants. It's been too long since we talked Giants. Christian, let's get started. All right. So first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Solomon Islands, and we're going to borrow some Wikipedia from it, because that's pretty simple. So from Wikipedia. Did you say Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. I said funny. that the first time. Sometimes I- You can go back and listen. I will. I said Probably it right. 30 more times. Yeah. Okay, so from Wikipedia. Solomon Islands is a sovereign country consisting of six major islands and over 900 smaller islands in Oceania. To the east of Papua New Guinea, to the east of Papua New Guinea, and northwest of Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Papua New Guinea. (laughs) To the east of Papua New Guinea. Papa. No, it's Papua. I think, isn't it not pronounced Papa? It, no. Are you sure? Is that just a white thing? Is it a white person thing? It might be, man. Am I Caucasian? I learned Papua. You can. Papua. You're going to look this up and one of us is going to look bad. Well, I'm looking at it right now and there's a U in there. So Papua sounds familiar, but I I always just thought it was pronounced Papa. It would be Papa if it didn't have the U. Yeah. Well, just to be safe, call it Daddy New Guinea. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound safe, man. To the east of Daddy New Guinea. Oh, gross. It's Papua New Guinea. Okay. And northwest of Vanuatu, which I could be butchering, so I apologize. Anything, any of the names that come across here might be butchered. Okay, so and we apologize ahead of time. So pop, pop the Papa, it gets a wah. Papua don't pe- preach. 
Okay, plop, plop. You know what? Let's continue. <laughs> I don't even have the mental capacity to to forge forward with this one. I don't blame you. It has a land area of 28,400 square kilometers, or about 11,000 square miles, and a population of 652,858 people. Honera is located on the largest island of Guadalcanal, and that is the the uh, capital. Okay. Um, the isle, this, this part is crazy. The islands have been settled since at least sometime between 30,000 and 28,800 BCE. That is nuts. Those islands have had people on them for a long time. Yeah. Do they have like the, like the lease agreements and whatnot from, from back then? Or they is do. It just, and the bones. So it's like written on a tablet or something like yeah, that. Yep. Okay. Riddled with ancient DNA. Hmm. Yeah. In 1568, the Spanish navigator Alvaro de Alvaro de Mendaña. Mendaña. He was the first European to visit them, naming them the Islas Solomon, I think is how you say it. Do you have a better way of saying it? Mm, no, I don't. Okay. The official name of the then British administration was changed from the British Solomon Islands Protectorate to the Solomon Islands in 1975, and self-government was achieved the following year. Independence was obtained, and the name was changed to just Solomon Islands in 1978. At independence, Solomon Islands became a constitutional monarchy. The Queen of the Solomon Islands is Elizabeth II, represented by the Governor General. It's kind of weird to see, like in 1978, and even now, that the Queen of England is Queen of different places that used to be part of their yeah. world dominion type do you, thing. Do you think those people even get visits from England or anything like that? Or do you think they're just like, they're not the queen? Just recently I read, and I didn't read the article, I read the headlines hmm. that um, they get taxed. The prince <laughs> and the princess went to some island and then they left. And then all of a sudden the people are like, we want to get rid of the, we don't want the queen to be representative of our island anymore. Yeah. Like we're we're done with all that, yeah. And this was just in the last like month or so, probably you know a little bit longer. But when this comes out, it's pretty hilarious. So, and that's the end of the episode, everyone. Thanks no, for- okay, here we go. I know where I'm at now. In 1568, the Spanish nav- navigator, what was his name, Scott? Alvaro de Mandaña, was the first European to visit the Solomon Islands. I think we said this: the Solomon Islands archipelago, naming it. Solomon Islands, but in Spanish. Hmm. After the wealthy biblical king Solomon, it is said that they were given this name in the mistaken abs- assumption that they contained great riches, and he believed them to be the Bible mentioned city of Ophir. So, just to give you, it does go back to the Bible hmm. in a weird c- connection. Yeah, it's weird hearing you mention the Bible without bursting into flames. I mean, you act like that's a bad thing, but it keeps us warm when in the winter in the podcast studio when I burst into flames. Sure does, but damn, does it derail stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. For this episode, I used the book Solomon Island Mysteries, Accounts of Giants and UFOs in the Solomon Islands, written by Marius Borian. He's a former soldier in Australia who married a Guadalcanal woman. And Guadalcanal is maybe familiar because that was like the big battle in World War II, mm. the Battle of Guadalcanal. But it's actually a city or town or an island that's part of the Solomon Islands. Gotcha. This in the, this 
and the fact that he had some money in comparison to the people of the island helped him when it came to locals speaking to him. So that would do the trick, increase the wheels a little bit. Yeah. Hey, like, you like money? Yeah. Well, he was able to buy stuff and, you know, he, everybody was friendly. So he'd have a lot of like parties at his house. Nice. So same, but I didn't. Yeah. Aside from the UFOs, which we will talk about in a summer break episode, he found that everyone knew, he found that everyone knew of the giants on the island of Guadalcanal. He found it ironic that these people called their undiscovered to the modern world humanoids giants, since this is what the Bible and other books have called them. He said that the giants were similar to the well-known Sasquatch, Bigfoot, and Yowie that are found in the other parts of the world. The giants are known to build structures out of timber and large leaves that are in the area. They also reside in a large cave, cave system that spans the entire island. Many have a social structure that we find that we might find familiar, including cities that are found under the mountains. Mount Chichava is one of the entrances to, the, to their cities. The author states that these entrances are not only on Guadalcanal, but can be found on many of the Solomon Islands and also Papua New Guinea and Vanatel, or Vanatu. I'll say that again. There are three different species of giants. The most common interactions occur with the largest of them. They are 10 feet tall and, and are known to be even larger. Their hair is long, black, or reddish, and sometimes a mixture of these colors. And do they have six fingers and toes? No. You sure? That is not mentioned. Hmm. Red hair, though. That's yeah. A, that's a very interesting... It's always interesting how it comes back to that. Yeah, especially in that part of the world where it's normally dark hair. Yeah. When they want to have a closer look, they use their hands to move the hair covering their face, displaying displaying their red eyes. Can you imagine that? Albino giants? No. No, that's like a terrifying. giant that's hair is so long, it's like in front of their eyes and they have to move it out of the way to... Um. To look at you when they really want to look at you. So how would they see otherwise? I mean, just kind of blurry. <laughs> how do you, how do you emo kids see? Well, let me answer that as a former emo kid. It was I would always have one eye uncovered. One had to be covering, you know, the left eye. Then the right eye became my dominant eye, and that's what I saw most of the world through. But if we see like animals that have long hair in front of their faces, they still see. But it makes sense. Like you would. True. They, hair is technically fine enough that your eye could probably perceive through like a. Yeah. A, yeah. There's a protection sense. reason why you would have hair in front of your face in the animal world anyway. So that's maybe more important. Yeah. Maybe at that point you have better hearing or, you know, sense of smell. Look, we always have hair in front of our eyes because we got eyelashes. Okay. And they keep dust from getting in there. Yeah. Similar. Evolutionary, yeah, that evolutionary thing. thing definitely not created. A smaller version that is still larger than a human is called the wild man of the jungle by the residents. Okay, they do not tend to live in caves as they are as they seem to be lower in the social hierarchy. When the smaller giants are seen, men attempt to kill them. Classic, yeah. It was smaller giants, as in humans, or like like, you know, like seven foot tall. Oh. Well, probably at this time, it six foot tall would be. A smaller giant because yeah, I'm almost a smaller giant. You're almost a smaller giant. Yeah. But depending on the time, you know, this is long ago, maybe. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they're talking about modern times too. So probably like seven, eight feet. So I'm definitely not Kareem Abdul Jabbar. So I no. can't necessarily say I'm, I'm about one inch shy of being the six foot smaller giant. Yeah. So, so, um, the giants of Papua New Guinea are known as Tambaran. That we were saying Daddy New Guinea, but all right. Do you have any comments so far before I keep going on, or do you want me to keep going? No, it's funny seeing all the different cultures that have the exact same thing in the area and just call it something different. That's what I found was when I 
was looking for different epi- different things to talk about. Hmm. And then I came across this story and I'm like, this is a weird area to hear about giants. But is it though? It, it kind of is because we don't normally get stories from this part of the world anyway. Yeah. I mean, this we get a lot of stuff from like Australia and New Zealand, which is, I, th- I believe, southeast to the southwest of them. Hmm. Um, we get a lot in the Middle East. Hmm? Yeah. Get a lot in the Middle East. Different um, parts of Asia, but we don't get normally things from these island areas. Yeah. You get a lot in America. There's a lot. I don't know, man. It, the thing, the thing about, and probably why it's one of the most fascinating topics is that it's such a wealth of information that you have to dig through. Like right. there's so many possibilities and it's so deep and so wide that you're like, damn, where does this originate? Like, how did this all come to be? And how are we not seeing them about right now? You know, and what's going to, we're going to get really deep with this one. And this book is written from a guy that just did this probably or was it on these islands, I believe, in the last 40 years, not four years, 40 years. Yeah. I think this, he, he wrote about this in this, the book was written sometime in the 2000s. So he was there prior to that. And he's talking about some of this stuff still being there and he still goes back. There. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So you know, I'll go on. Gold is found on the Solomon Islands. So in 1998, a mine was being built at Goldridge. So that's pretty recent. A large bulldozer with a 10-ton blade was brought in, but a pin broke. The men dropped the blade so that they could take the dozer back to camp and get it fixed. When they came back the next day, the large blade was gone. They began a search, not knowing how this could have been moved without the dozer. After some searching, they found large French footprints that were three to four foot in length. Someone called out from a nearby hill saying they found it. Further examination of the footprints showed that it was thrown a hundred meters onto this hill. Funny thing is, the mine has still not been used. It is said to contain 20 billion Australian dollars of gold at this location, but for some reason, it still hasn't been built. So what you're saying is we need to go to Australia and find this gold or do we have to mine this gold it has to mine the gold. yeah mm. it has to be mined and it's i imagine it's a little more difficult than mining bitcoin or something like that i can't just set up a pretty fancy gaming laptop and be like all right let's go to town on this no you need a, a bulldozer to begin with with mm. a 10 ton blade yeah i'm not necessarily that guy i yeah. don't have access to those kind of connects you know but whoever was setting up this mine that had this experience where these giants threw this blade in up onto a hill that were strong enough, whose feet were three to four feet long, yeah. has, hasn't, has decided not to finish that mine. Why? Could so it be giants? Were they just, were they scared or was it like, oh, we can't even get up there to get the damn thing? Uh, they could drive up there and get it. It was just a hill and it's really not that far for a bulldozer. And, yeah. But the fact that it got moved that far, whether it was thrown or carried, still men can't do that. Yeah. At least they found it. Like what happens if they're like, this thing's just missing somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the wilderness. You have a giant wielding a very large sword to him. I think it would be. Or knife. I think (laughs) by finding it, it's more believable because then you would be like, okay, somebody came in here. Who knows? Because a helicopter maybe could come in there, a really strong one and take it out of there. Yeah. And land with like weird landing footprints. Yeah. But when you add the footprints and it's up this hill over here and you're on the edge of one of the things that I, and I probably didn't mention it here or I didn't mention it here. This is on the edge of known giant territory was where this mine is. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I wish, dude, okay, but this is 1998, yeah. Yeah. So tell me, uh, maybe you cover it and, you know, stop me if you're covering it at some point. If there's giants this big, right, still walking the earth right now, where are they hiding? Where's their home? Is it the cave systems? 
is it? Because that's the the story of the giant of Kandahar is pretty much the caves of Afghanistan, right? Right. So why would the giants like that, that's and you can take it in a bunch of different ways, religion, whatever. Why would the giants suddenly go from being immensely feared to being cave dwellers? It's just because like you know, we outnumbered them or did we actually win the, the battle against these giants? And Most we, things that dwell in caves are absolutely feared. Monsters. I mean, even animals that are, are yeah. bear, like bears love caves and they will, you know, mountain lion, not mountain lions, but different feline species that are, you know, will live in caves and it's dangerous. Yeah, but caves, uh, that just seems like if you come across a cave and you live in the wilderness, that seems like a smart play. I don't know if it's necessarily like terrifying things exist in caves. Or are you saying because you have to think if you're if you're an animal and you're in a cave, it's that you thought this was a great place like you. The type of animal that would that could live in a cave and that chooses to a lot of times is dangerous to us even now. Hmm. So a giant living in a cave would make sense why throughout human history we have stories of how dangerous caves are. Because whether it was a wild animal or in many cases giants in those caves, yeah, you didn't mess with those caves. Man, we gotta find some caves in Alaska. I know you just finished the, your sentence by saying you don't mess with those caves, but and then like the first thought in my I that's that's why instantly your boy's getting murdered first in the crazy monster flick. It's not gonna be yeah happy. But the curiosity in me, man, it's like if I see a cave, I'm gonna be number one, terrified, just right off the bat. Not gonna have to see anything in it. I'm like, oh shit, cave. Because my mind's going to be like, hey, not going to be paranormal in nature, but 10 foot inside of that cave, you're going to find a sleeping bear and the bear's going to want to kill you. Yep. And he's hungry. And he's going to say, ooh, my snack just came. And according to this story, it could be worse than a bear that might you might walk into. Exactly. But God, the curiosity, man. Yeah. Monkeys are curious. Yeah, they are. And I also am as well. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we share that. I'll let you read a little bit if you want. Or do you want me to keep reading? I'm good either way. Yeah, you can keep going. Okay. I know this story, so maybe it's good that I read it and then you like just come up with crazy shit. Yeah. I'm just the hype man for the episode. Yep. But I do want to take a moment to just think back on the first time we talked about giants where you were uh, so adamantly against it. I'm still against your giants. You're you're against the, the theory of my giants, but you're uh, on board with the idea of giants. Yeah. So you've made a, probably the biggest step you can take in the belief of giants. I'm on I'm on board the giants that they might be giants. Is that a reference to a band? Yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Let but, me go on. Yeah. Continue, please. Like a blister in the sun. Is that a They Might Be Giants song? <laughs> I've never listened to the band. Yeah. I just assumed it was. Yeah. Okay. There you go. The, Mation, the Malaysian, they're the same species as the Guadalcanal Giants. But Sylvester Stallone later. The Rambos. The Rambos. Yeah. The Malaysian Rambo were said to use huge subi. Subai. I don't know how it's said, but subi, which is a 10 to 15 foot diamond sharpened timber sword style weapon. Nice. The humans in this area were said to carry a smaller version of the weapon in the past. They are now found as decorations in the homes of some residents. Have you ever heard of like the gigantic swords? I think they're, they have not, them in Japan. Not the gigantic swords, but I've heard about. Um, I forget who who's that guy. Someone will, someone will correct me. I've heard. I was reading or I was watching a series, and this guy was talking about uh, the weight of the spear tip and like middle, the old middle east and shit like the biblical giant story and stuff yeah. like that like the weight of the spear tip was tremendous impossible for humans yeah. to use effectively and yeah to I, be I, able to throw something like that at any yeah. kind of distance you're it's impossible i believe in japan i think it's japan they have hmm. these ancient swords that are so huge 
that either they were a decoration for some kind of maybe religious ceremony or something, yeah. or they were actually from giants because no human could have ever welded, wielded them. Yeah. Well, so I would imagine like decorative swords wouldn't be built with the same, you know, gusto that a real weapon would be. Yeah. Built, this right? one could have been a weapon yeah, back so, in this time, I even that, even that big. Yeah. And sure. People could have built them as decorations or, or homage to their gods of the region. Hmm. But also if something used them, it would only a giant. Yeah. I mean, cause nothing else could have used that. Could you like, I know that they're technically very old, but could you any, with the DNA evidence today, would you be able to find any traces of like blood or body fluid on something like that? That I don't think they did in this, but if they did find weapons, they could, if it was preserved properly, you know, that's over that period, like period of time would be next to impossible. I imagine not next to impossible because as we're talking and I think we've talked about it on an early episode of, of the podcast where things that were found in caves, they can do a test on the soil and find out what lived in that cave based on the DNA in that soil. So you can find ancient humans, Neanderthals, bears, you know, cave dwelling, dwelling troglodytes. Yeah. That whatever that I think is just chocolateites. Troglodytes. Okay. Yeah. I think that's just cavemen, right? Oh yeah, that's true. (laughs) Okay. You're right. And, uh, you know, and they've, they've found, um, saber tooth tigers in these, and they can tell they were there only by the soil Mm. and how deep, like also by this, how deep the soil is with this DNA, they can judge how much, how long ago that time was. Oh yeah. That checks out. Yeah. So, and we've argued about it a million times (laughs) and Scott is always wrong. Yeah. And I'm not trying to take this podcast in a 20 minute tangent. So I'm not falling for your traps anymore. Sure. Christian, the soil samples. Everybody knows your theory. We don't have to state it anymore. And they know my theory about this stuff. You know how we both feel about this. Yeah. Stop trying to egg us on listeners. How dare you? Yeah. All right, so the Ramo, Ramo, the Rambos, would, yeah, the Rambos would also raid villages of the Malaysia, sometimes killing dozens of men with one swipe of their weapon. That checks out. Yeah, some wore colored ring bands around their biceps. They would also wear loincloths, which were woven by the female giants. Okay, but many were naked and murderous. Yeah, well, number one, who's to say you can't be gigantic and fashionable, okay? So if you want to wear colored like ribbons or whatever around your biceps, more power to you. Yeah. Let it glisten in the hot sun while you're taking on an entire country of humans. Wait, I mean, when you think about where kings got their beliefs, they got them supposedly from giants hmm. in these different regions of the world, and they were copying with their dress and ornateness and their weapons what the giants were doing when the giants used to rule over things as the various um, tales go throughout different parts of the world. They're very similar. Gotcha. Centuries ago. Hmm? Centuries okay. ago. Okay, yeah, good. Centuries ago when the giants were still cannibalizing the locos, locals. The locals. Locos. <laughs> locos. Yeah, that they're out there cannibalizing the locos. <laughs> Amen. A-S-A. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's cool. I'm not trying to get racist on this podcast. Yeah, I don't even, yeah. Is it racist if you make fun of everyone makes fun of everything. Can we get back to making fun of everyone? Can we do it? No, probably not. I'm not going to get on that soapbox Don't, right you now. Know Let's what? get if, back to the Giants. Know, are you trying to get slapped? That's all I'm yeah, saying. Probably. That's a shout out to something that happened a month and a half ago. Will Smith, Chris Rock. Yeah. Okay. So century, century, centuries ago, when the Giants were still cannibalizing the locals, the villagers were placed along the coast with 24-hour guards that would beat drums to warn of approaching Giants. You know what's crazy? 
hmm. about like the cannibalizing. That's that's what the Bible, the giants in the Bible were cannibals too. I know. It's freaky, man. It is freaky. It's free because that, that means that there's even more like even if you don't believe the Bible, if something was written and it's in there from like real stories and it was cannibalized, dude, fuck all that. Okay. My belief no. is that story in the Bible is ancient at that point. Like by time it's put in the Bible, yeah, it's way comes from a long time ago. And obviously, according to this story, it's still going on in certain up until this cannibal. We'll get to it later in this episode, but there is a time period where they stopped doing this. Yeah. And it's within the last couple hundred years. So it's not that long ago. Yeah, we won. Shout out humans. We did it. No, we did not win. I guess we didn't win. Never mind. It, it was an agreement. Okay. <laughs> you think they're just like shaking tiny hand to giant handbag. Okay, we agree now. You live in the caves and you be scary and we'll keep all the land out here. Deal? And they're like, no, deal, okay. Stay tuned. But okay. wait, there's more. Okay. A, tr- a traditional story is told of a young Ramo who would sit in a large tree watching a village. The warriors used the- their bows but could not dislodge the giant. Since he was young and not very strong, he did not dare take on the warriors. The women of the village would not go to their gardens out of fear. And after a while, the village became complacent. But one day, the young, young Rama was gone. The women got some guards and went and, and went to journey to their gardens finally. But the giant had anticipated this and sprung from the jungle, grabbing two women and was fast and agile enough to escape with his meal. Yeah, who wouldn't think that? Who would be like, oh, maybe he got smart enough to just be like, oh, I'm going to make it seem like I left. That's, that's rule number one. Someone's behind a door and you're like, fine, I guess I'll just leave without you. What do you do? You stomp on the ground around the door and be like, I'm leaving now. You can't hear me because I'm walking away. You know? I mean. It's great school stuff. Also, animal stuff. Also, apparently cannibal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, not fun either way. And, you know, it, you think back to this time period and whatever was in those gardens, the people, the village must have had to have, because that's the only way you would take that chance. And they brought guards. But this thing was just ran by and grabbed two of them and disappeared into the jungle with them. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, why? what would a giant need with garden stuff? Like, with veggies? A he cannibal just, giant. He, this young giant knew that's where the women went. And the women, I guess, be, if they didn't take their guards, which probably in this situation until they saw a giant, wouldn't need Had guards. No, yeah, no reason to. Yeah. And this one was too, I mean, a real giant would have just, they would have just ran back home. But this young giant wasn't ballsy enough to go and just grab him. He had to wait for the perfect, perfect opportunity. So he set it up. Yeah. Well, okay. In the area, on a mountain, a, a great and powerful giant is said to be buried. There are walls with hieroglyphics and pottery that has been found in this area. And the best way to get there is by bribing the locals and hiring a helicopter. So. Oh, I was like, I thought, I was still back in the day of the giants. I'm like, wait, you. They got a helicopter back then, but I'm back you, in to the be future. able to get to this mountain where there, there's a, a, a giant is supposed to be buried. There's a wall and some form of hieroglyphics. So the giants write in hier- hieroglyphics. Yeah. At some point. Interesting. Says a lot about Egypt as well. But or, is there any like correlation between the drawings of these hieroglyphics between cultures? Or I, is it well, just hieroglyphics are just basically pictures, pictures. Yeah. Yes. And different cultures have used them. But are, is there like a similar style is what I'm saying, as far as like the image representation? It probably or, is to, I think in some, I've seen similar hmm. symbols for the same thing in different areas that should not have the same symbol. That would be interesting. 
according to history or whatever, these areas should not have communicated. Yeah. But somehow they did. Yeah. Or there was that telepathic thing going on, but it's, it's a really strange thing and nobody can figure out how they got the same symbol for the same word or same thing. That that goes with language as well. Like, I mean, which I mean, could be a random coincidence. It could be about a big tower and giants as well. It could be about a lot of different stuff. My theory is all these, some of these things came from the same region Mm. a long time ago that we have not admitted existent existed in human history. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually had a story I wanted to do, but I don't know if you'd be down with it and it would probably take me forever because I just, it's something that I'm not like the most focused person. So mm-hmm. coming up with like that type of story and it's number one, based off something that if I were to get it wrong, I'd be like sacrilegious, but uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but pretty much like the King of the Giants, like the main giant or something like that. And like tying in with like the tower of apparently like Babel or Is anything that like that. I'm not sure if it was Nebuchadnezzar, but pretty much like him being the, the creator of cities, like the main builder of cities and all this shit and being possibly a giant, which it's a lot of, it's a really, it's a lot of strings to attach, but I got a really boring old book that might help me connect some points if I get around to it at some point. But that could be another giant episode. There's so many giant episodes. We no. should actually just spin this off into another podcast and, and say they definitely are giants, not they might be giants, but. That'll, we may do that at some point. But TDA giant, TDAG. When we can afford to get that song as our intro. There you go. Or a song of theirs. Another, we're going to go back to Guadalcanal. Let's do it. So another example of giants on Guadalcanal is from the premier of the island and a bishop named Victor. Premier is obviously like one of the leaders of the island politically. Mm-hmm. Victor. Or, you know, and, and the bishop. It's Catholic there now. So the bishop is a Catholic bishop. Bishop Named Victor? Yeah. I guess. I guess maybe. I don't know if he came from the island originally or whatever. But yeah. They had decided to go check out the Gold Ridge Mine where the heavy rains caught. Or, which is the mine we were talking about earlier. Hmm. When heavy, the heavy rains, because they hadn't been paying attention to the weather, caused their Toyota truck to slide off the road. They had to walk back to the last village. The last village they pa- They had to walk back to the last village they passed to get help. And they had about 30 men follow them back up to the truck to help bring it to the muddy road or back onto the muddy road. When they came around the corner, two giants were standing near the truck and they had lifted it up and put it back on the road. Weird. Of course, the men initially ran away screaming, and they later, about 30 minutes later, they worked up the courage to come back. When the author spoke with the premier, he was told the tallest of the giants was 15 foot tall, and that both had put one foot on the road and one foot next to the truck to put it back on the road, to lift it up to the back of the road. And again, there were footprints of three to four feet in length. That's weird. Yeah, I've never heard that story. That's- this, and this is another recent story. Yeah, because it's coming from around 2000. That's so weird, man. It freaks it freaks me out a little. Like it's a fascinating. It's a really fascinating thing to think about. But it's terrifying that you could just be like, you know, helping this bishop out. Be like, yeah, I guess we'll go help you get your truck back. Then you're walking, you turn a corner, you're like, oh, holy shit, those people are 15 feet tall. Yeah, but according to the author, anywhere you go on Solomon Island, you talk to people, they'll tell you about these giants. Man, it kind of makes you want to go to Solomon Island. Yeah, a little bit, and it's like not just like the stories go back to. Like their great grandparents told them stories or yeah. told their their great, great, great grandparents were the ones that were telling stories about giants. And all these people still see giants. Some of those stories, especially oral traditions, great, great grandparents, you know, isn't that long ago. No. And it's easy to keep an oral tradition going. But that's like 100, 150 years ago. Yeah. 
So that is a long time ago, and they're seeing this. They got it from their great, great, great grandparents, which, you know, so this is going back a long yeah. time. Another thing about the Solomon Islands, they're, they're kind of, you know, separated now by water. Hmm. But you go back to the last ice age, some of these islands were connected at that point because yeah. the, the water, you know, level was so far lower. And, you know, so at some point in the, in the vast distance through the different ice ages, these islands like the Bering, you know, land bridge that attached Asia to Alaska yeah. um, would have been connected. And, and 11,000 years ago is not that long ago. No. So. No, it's not that long ago. It's long ago I mean, for it's us, long for us, yeah. but yeah. Oh, hell, 10 years ago feels like last week. So yeah. I mean, maybe it's not. Now we get to the story that may remind you of our YouTube video. Two girls from Lighten kidnapped by giants. You ready? On Guadalcanal and other Solomon Islands, the story of Mango is well known. Uh, yes, I too have many stories of Mango. <laughs> Don't we all? Mm. She passed away in 2000 and she had been kidnapped by giants 50 years ago and has spent and spent around 25 years with them. That's a very long time. Yeah. Everyone had figured that she was dead. That was until they found her pregnant and frothing at the mouth in a garden. Wait a second. <laughs> Something is wrong with these proportions, man. It's getting, it's really hard for me to follow this one. And I can't really talk about it because we just we mentioned that children listen to the ep to the podcast now, or like kids of certain age. But there's like you don't have to get graphic. Okay, so the giant got this lady pregnant. Yeah, proportions are. I my mind is struggling to understand proportions. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but you don't have to because not all of these giants were 15 feet tall. Some were seven feet. Okay, so maybe yeah. Okay, so and Shaq could get someone pregnant. Yeah. If he really wanted to. Yeah. Not that Shaq's a giant, but as a human, he's a giant. Yeah. He's so, just yeah. So I was talking proportions. So I know. Let it go. Let it go, man. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. But if you think about the fact that Shaq was like he uh, uh, never mind, we're gonna move on. You we're ever heard of get... virgin birth? I have, yeah. Okay. If that's possible, this then, is possible. Then yeah. And biblically speaking, the fallen angels from the, my it, technically right. corrupted women as well. Right. So I get it. Okay. I get it. This kind of fits with that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We left when we last left Mango. She was frothing at the mouth in the garden before Scott got really troubled. Hey, who amongst us? You know. Yeah. She was hysterical, and when the men tried to capture her, they found her skin slimy and slippery. They eventually did catch her. They grabbed some leaves that had rough edges on them, some, and I guess they were big leaves, and used those to kind of get past the slimy part yeah are we we're not going to deal with why she got slimy okay. they, no, they never brought that, that up. that was my next question she, she's in the jungle who knows yeah it could have been any number of things yeah could have just been crawling amongst the weeds definitely you know? probably not that but yeah. yeah sure um now i got lost it's easy to with this okay. one too. all right so they eventually tied her up we know that a giant had taken her for a wife so that's crazy as it is and she would remain mentally unstable for the rest of her life after they captured her or after they found her again but she did give birth to what was called a half caste boy the boy lived to be five years old before mango's brothers killed him shit didn't the story just go from like oh giants cool to like what the hell yeah but that's i mean god that five-year-old was probably the size of these guys too yeah and remember i told you earlier that these they would kill the smaller giants yeah and also we know humans they're like 
okay, Mango's crazy. She's not paying attention. Let's just kill this thing now before he grows up. And, you know, we've heard the stories about cannibals. Yeah. Um, You know what this actually reminds me of? Are you familiar with any of the stories of that have always been, you know, kind of lauded as a, you know, cuckoo, cuckoo story, but the women that have been kidnapped by Bigfoot. Yeah. The, the, the Amazon Bigfoot stories, you can bleep out, but. Well, I don't know if I've never personally typed that into. No, nobody but. has, but there's, <laughs> there are actual news reports on these that I've seen pop up. Yeah. I've heard like a few over, like, I think Sasquatch Chronicles has mentioned a couple where people have claimed to be kidnapped by Bigfoot or something like that. Or there was one that was like set to marry pretty much like almost like a a ceremony where it was like, yeah, you're going to marry this Bigfoot. And now there's romance novels written about this. Yeah. We're not going to dive into that. Yeah, let's not. That's like the weird, that's the weird part of cryptid lore that you don't want to get into. This, it's a human. Humans are weird. Yeah. Anything you can sexualize, you will sexualize. Didn't they have something for that on... Isn't there a rule for that? Rule thir- or something? Um, maybe that kind of sounds. Yeah, that sounds like I don't, don't, don't I look don't, that up. If it, if yeah. It, yeah, definitely don't search that. Children, I swear to God, if you search that, I will find you. You just need to bleep it out. Yeah, I will. Okay. And now I'm just threatening children for no reason. <laughs> no, don't do that, man. No, <laughs> I will find like you. That. No, and let's and, get back to Mango. Yeah, let's get back to Mango. So they killed her son, her five-year-old son, which is wrong no matter what species. R.I.P. I find it interesting they call him a half-caste boy, but it... Okay, so the story of a half-caste boy is not unique, but it is fascinating and scary that they can breed with humans. The author says that he knows of two half-caste women that can be found in northeast Guadalcanal. There are half-caste and quarter-caste men who are huge, and they have eight ha- Eight, they have eighth cast children with Guadalcanal women. And I hope that sums up the math portion of this episode, because anytime numbers are involved, it's just going to get weirder and weirder. Yeah. I mean, the fact that like 32nd cast. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there's kids, a lot of kids related to these giants is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. He says that everybody knows about these interspecies people. One was named Silver, who died in the early 1990s. His son, J- Jenny or Genny, or Jenny, yeah, has a son and grandchildren that are still alive. Quarter cast Jenny can eat an, an entire pig, bone and all. He is also said to eat crocodiles. Oh, okay. In 2002, a scientist at the University of Papua New Guinea mapped the DNA of Melanesian peoples and found slight differences from, from that of other Homo sapiens. Could it be the peop- that the people in this region of the world have been interbreeding for thousands of years? Gross. Is it gross though? Interbreeding, yeah, a little I mean, bit. Not if they're not if these these other creatures basically are a different form of human that are just taller because they're giants. Still pretty gross. I'm going to call it gross. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit on that one. Okay, according to the telling of this change. It is also said that giants are both carnivorous and herbivorous. Remember that until recently, the giants looked upon humans as a food source. In the pa- past, in the past, children were said to be pinned up like livestock, like pigs to be eaten. The giants would come into villages, ripping the limbs of the inhabitants off, and and they would eat them, and eat. eat them right there while everyone else ran away, terrified. That would be terrifying. Yeah, no one's running away, like, you know, 
Neat. Filled with glee. Like, yeah. oh, sweet. Yeah. What a great day. Now we come to the giant that is said to have taken humans off the menu. Quote, unquote, quote, unquote, off the menu. His name is Luti Mikode, who is said to be the chief of the giants. He was part of a giant war when others still had a taste for humans. So basically, he went, he was part of a war to stop giants from eating humans. A very noble cause. Yeah. According to the telling of this change, the extraterrestrials of the island might have had something to do with this. Or whatever it was, he went to the war. He went to war over it. This change took place only about 100 years ago. So they were eating humans up to 100 years ago. Yeah. Ludi is still alive because he met with a bishop that went to a secluded area for vacation. They discussed an ethnic war that was going on between humans during the the year 2000. So around 2000, the different ethnicities of the Solomon Islands were fighting each other. Giants have a written language. Their dialect is uh, the the dialect is their dialect is similar to a human's dialect. Makes sense. Yeah, this could show a, a related origin in some way. Some some men practice gifting food like white pigs to the giants, and they have to be white, no stripes. Mm, I don't know. I've never seen too many striped pigs, but have you seen white ones? Yeah, all over the place. I got this, the idea that they were white, not pink. Nice. I don't know. So they're, I guess they're like the furry ones would ha- be white sometimes. The mm. ones we eat aren't very furry. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Bacon. This seems to be an old practice that is carried through after Christianity came to the island. They also give them beetle nut lime, which is ground freshwater snail shells. Wow. Through the years, the pigs of the island have learned to avoid paths walked by giants. The giants dig the swine. I don't know. Did you feel really proud of that one, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could tell you're like waiting for a reaction of some kind. I'm like, I don't know if I'm proud of it or 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 it's really horrible, but it it just had to go there. The giants dig the swine. Good night, everyone. (laughs) No, we're we're still going, man. Yeah. Okay, during World War II, it's said the Japanese, that the Japanese on the islands battled the giants and eventually deserted Guadalcanal because of this before they allied, the allies landed on the beaches to take control. So the story goes that the allies landed on the beaches expecting a, a, a normal fight with the Japanese soldiers that was brutal, hmm. and they'd all abandoned it because they'd been getting picked off by giants. Wow. So, so they just came back with stories like, oh, yeah, we really whooped their ass. It was easy. No, I guess they admitted that no was there. The author says that the U.S.-backed Australians came to the island to calm the ethnic war, but he feels they came because of the UFOs and the giants and then probably golden oil as well. Yeah, topical. Another fun fact that may have wider connections in history, Moomoo is the islander name for the giants. Some believe that in the past, a large continent was in the area and it was called Moo. You've heard of that, right? It's like the the Asian Atlantis. Uh, there was a giant continent off the coast of Southern mm. Asia called yeah. Moo. Oh, that was way advanced. Yeah. And then it disappeared in some catastrophe. Is that why is that why when humans have a Moo Moo, it's like a I think it comes from that area. Interesting. And maybe the giant giant women wore them. So they're like, that's just the Moo Moo. Okay, 
So um, there are also reports of small humanoids that stand about four feet tall. And this sounds fantastical, but in recent years, the remains of a small hobbit-like human, of small hobbit-like human relatives have been found, found in Indonesia. The Solomons call their hobbits Chawa Chawa. And one came into, one came into a camp and its picture was taken after the locals dressed it in shorts. Let's get a picture. Wait, wait, first, let's grab some. Do you have any shorts? Let's get some shorts on this guy. I mean, they were obviously Catholic. Yeah, and were they nude? I imagine a little short people. Yeah. So they're like, ooh, okay, cover that up. Let's get, let's get this guy in some shorts, and then we're going to get some photo, photography done with this guy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really interesting. What do, what do you think about the, the little people, the four feet tall people? I mean, that's Indonesia is not that far. And it would have been, at some point, you can imagine that they were close enough to where maybe the inhabitants of the Solomon Islands came from that part of Asia. Yeah. You know, because there might have been a, a, not really a land bridge, but more land exposed during different ice ages. And if somebody could sail, they would have been close enough to sail to the further islands. And some people believe that's how people found South America from Asia instead of from Europe. Because there's evidence that shows that people were in South America maybe even 100,000 years ago. Yeah. And the only way they would have come, could have come was through that southern part of Asia. And then at that time, Antarctica wasn't, maybe wasn't cold. Yeah. And people could have traveled through there. Or, and animals have seemingly traveled through that region hmm. to get to Australia. And then if you get to Australia from there, you can pop right up into where the Solomon Islands are now, Indonesia. And these were these hobbit-like creatures in Indonesia are related to humans, is what they believe or feel in one way or another, if you believe in evolution. Yeah. And if you don't, you could say there were demons. Elves. There's a lot of fairy lore. I don't know if in that ne- neck of the woods you'd find a lot of fairy lore or you know, that type of... Well, uh, it would go without saying, if you could find giants, you could also find little people. Yeah. And then it's really easy to find the middle ground, which is the humans. Yeah. Uh, there's, And you would think that maybe there were different things in the ancient past moving around. We know there's Neanderthals out there. There's mm-hmm. Denisovans and other kinds of animals that may or may not be part of the uh, family tree. Yeah. But that were actually out there that are similar to us. Sure. So... Yeah. And if a few of these could have made it like giants to humans. Creepy, number one. But it, And it could also explain some of the, the pictures we've seen of giants from different parts of the world. And were these people really just just tall people or were they actual giants? Well, what's that? There's that, and I'm sure it's fake, but there was... um. But there was a, there's like a Japanese, like an old film footage where it shows like a, like a, I think it's world war around world war one or two. Maybe, but I but, think it's world war two, maybe, but the proportions of that giant, that's like walking or whatever. It looks like almost like what a baby looks like. You know what I mean? Like the, the proportions of the, the head and the limbs and stuff looks like it's proportioned similar to a, a human baby. It also looks proportioned similar to a sumo wrestler and it's dressed like that, but I know which one you're talking about, but I mean, do you, do you know what I mean? Like with like adults, like when you grow up after being a child, like your your limbs are longer, you're, you know, you're, you're a little more stature to you, but this giant looked like just a really big baby that was walking in, obviously. But like, could that have not been the case? It could have been. I'm not I'm just saying like, is that what, because for me, I'm a very visual person. So it's hard for me to imagine giants 
and think they all just they look like big babies you know like i, I want to picture like an adult male like like us but like 15 feet high but if they're not part of our species they they may not look like an adult male well then that's gonna freak me out when i come across one it's that one that we see in that video which is actually a pretty if it's a fake it's done pretty well for the period yeah that's- because they and I, maybe it's easier to do a, a fake from that period because you got the black and white and the kind of choppy filming. Yeah. So it's kind of like. But it, it does look. You're like, look at it and you look for the flaws. It's done well. Yeah. As well as you can in that film. That And maybe the, that type of film makes it hard to be able to tell what's fake. But it, it's it's well done. And if, there, if we're talking about giants in the 2000s, then in, there could have been a giant, a modern giant in Japan at that time because- a lot of these islands is where Japan was going during that time. That's yeah. why we were fighting Japan in these islands, because that was a good strategic place to have during the war. So, mm. And the Guadalcanal people on the island were actually sending signals to the, Amer- to the Allies, which would have been the Americans, the Australians, and all that area, yeah. and helping them figure out where different places to attack in the area during World War II was. Hmm. All the time having stories about giants, including to the point where giants attacked World War, Japanese World War II soldiers. I mean, it, it is crazy to think like recent history with giants, like even hearing the, you know, the giant Kandahar and stuff, which is probably the most popular recent giant story. Because that's within a handful of years. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's just nuts. It's kind of crazy to think about because you do think, oh, well, I walk around every day. I never see anything outside the normal. Yeah. But then there's these places on Earth where. Like these stories are told, you know, they're not just like whimsically like, oh, yes, the giants of the region, you know, like like it's actually like more of like a warning, like, hey, be careful what you're doing out there. Yeah. And all these people on in these islands believe in these giants and and many have seen them. Cave tunnel system underneath the islands supposedly spans the entire island and also has connections to some other islands in the area. Are these are these islands like technologically advanced? No. So like these people don't walk around with cell phones or anything. Nope. They might now, but that's just a recent thing. So, but they they didn't have modern internet. They don't have, you know, a lot of modern things like to get that bulldozer there is a big thing. But that wouldn't, at that point we got to start asking and yeah, I hate to ask this question, but where are the pictures going to be of giants in this region? Like if, if technology has hit and people do have cell phones a little more frequently now in these areas or something like that, everyone would have access to a phone again. So are we going to start seeing actual legitimate pictures of this type of shit in the future? Or is it one of those things where just randomly, like when technology hits and suddenly everyone's got cameras, now they don't want to show their face. Yeah. And we're going to have to find a couple pictures from this region that supposedly came out of the region, including the small person with the shorts. I'd go, I'd go to that area. Like if we, if we ever, you know, let's get this show big enough to where we can just travel to these destinations we talk about and then just do episodes on it. Be like, hey, we- well, and, but let me remind you before you go to an area like this, this mm. is, doesn't have any modern amenities for the most part to get yeah. to some of these areas. You either have to walk through a jungle or have a helicopter take you. All right. So I'm out. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't mind visiting places that, that like, I don't know if I can handle walking deep into a jungle. Yeah, I can handle a helicopter ride. Yeah. Maybe. It depends on who's flying the thing. With some, you know, tough boots that don't allow some of these bugs and snakes to crawl into your stuff. Yeah. Or, and some guards that will take out any of the wild animals that might come your way and hopefully could help slow down any giants that might come out. But the way it sounds like at this point now, since peace was made, hmm. they, they kind of have a coexistence and sometimes they run across each other. Obviously, 
you know, we hear about cannibal giants, but then we also heard the story about the giants that helped get the car back on the road. Yeah, that was an interesting turn. Yeah. And then we, you know, the the descendants of giants living amongst humans as humans. Mm. I think could be, it could be you or I right now. Yeah, I think it opens up, if true, it opens up a, a, a new way of thinking. You know, because when we, you and I are talking about giants, you're talking biblical giants, mm. the fallen angels. I'm talking about an actual species of something that could have lived in the past. Yeah. And if it did, it lived, you know, a, a, it came from a long time in the past. And if it's still around, that's an ancient, ancient species that's probably more ancient than us. And when you see the connections to other parts of society, maybe that's the Atlantean type people that we hear about or, you know, the people that were in the United States prior to when the Europeans believed they could have been. I don't know, but either either way you slice it, man, uh, these things could exist. Yeah. Is it is it biblical? Is it just normal like person, like a kind of species or something like that? I think they started as a normal species, but then when we got biblical because of the the effect they had on the population it was really easy to put them in the bible as kind of like these fallen angels because who would have known at that time they yeah. would seem like fallen angels and maybe the, you know who knows how the story that may, but it makes perfect sense if these creatures were there before humans yeah and were preying upon hum, early humans to the point where they became part of our mythology and the things we warn our kids from yeah but that's what i'm talking about like like that tangent from last episode, we were talking about Enoch and shit like that. Like that's, uh, and if you didn't listen to the end of last episode after the, the outro music that we're kind of discussing that for a little bit, but that's what I say. Like with, if you go through Enoch, like the origin story of giants and stuff like that is pretty much stems from that. Yeah. And that's what these would eventually turn into. And I remembered the, the giant that I was talking about earlier. It wasn't Nebuchadnezzar. It was Nimrod. Okay. Nimrod and it's apparently Nimrod and like the book is about Nimrod and his wife but Nimrod is like apparently the guy that built Babel or Babylon and was known as this like great city builder it, it could actually be like a, apparently or like legend has it that this is or the first major city that was ever built was by Nimrod okay and so humans if anything were taking what Nimrod did and we're like you look at Los Angeles you okay and ironically a lot of these big places are also well, there's a lot of weird speculation of the things that happen in these big towns. So is it something that could carry on generation to generation after this? I don't know. But this, the story of Nimrod in general is just crazy fascinating. But it's a really deep subject that I like. I'm not a deep person in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I have deep thoughts from time to time. But in general, I'm just a goofy, you know, ne'er-do-well. So for me to tackle a subject like this, it, it takes a very long time. I, I believe that we have had civilization on this planet a lot longer than we admit. Hmm. And a lot of times the Bible stories are based on something that was ancient during their time hmm. that they did not even experience because that's how old it was. It was passed down to them or these helpers or watchers were actually a, a decent part of society that gave them or the eternals yeah. in Marvel culture where yeah. they helped humanity thousands and thousands of years before the the time that we generally which is in general humans talk about you know biblical times yeah. and the five thousand years before it but this is gonna if this is in my belief or in, in the way i see things or mm. evidence i'm starting to see 
stuff goes back way farther than that. Um, Look, even like China and I have had discussions because she's someone that time, obviously, we've talked about not just flat circle, but it's like a human construct. Right. Right. And so when you hear time spoken in the Bible, like in Genesis or something like that, where it's like on day one, God did this day two, blah, blah, all that stuff. You know, we put like, oh, one day, 24 hours. God can accomplish a lot in a whole week. But like God is never like, and in 24 hours time, I did this. Like, so like China is under the impression that since they never mentioned how long a day was that like, it, it could have been thousands of years. It could have been this, yeah. this long, could have been this long. Like, but for me personally, I pi- I picture a day as sunrise, sunset. Like, so, so maybe it's not, I don't know. I don't know how like I word it exactly. It's not like, you know, our version of time, but it's just, it's not exactly thousands of years between. Personally, I think the earth is a lot newer than, you know, I can't say it's millions of years old. It's just to me, the evidence doesn't add up to that. And I grant, granted, I'm not someone that has researched this shit for, you know, eons or like, like built upon any of that knowledge or anything. To me, it's just like I've always been a common sense kind of person. You've, this is I want to I want to you say common sense. Hmm. That is a homeschooling view to an extent. But I've, I've met people who weren't homeschooled that share the same. But that's wrong. I mean, there's evidence, plenty of evidence that it's older. So me, and you can't just, have giants unless you have this older thing because they no, didn't just spring. True. They didn't. They didn't come to Earth five thousand years ago. No, but what or I'm eleven thousand. The, the timetable adds up either way. You could have your timetable where you think it's millions of years and evolution and, and different species I, and all this. I don't shit. even need to have evolution. Okay, there's but, millions of years. Maybe humans weren't there, and then God decided, okay, it's time for humans. But our our view of linear time is wrong. So that would explain the differences in the Bible. That time period seems shorter because we have a human understanding of linear time when a God's understanding of time is is just unmeasurable. For Infinitely us. more complex. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. makes that. So either way, this earth could be really old and still be biblical. It could. Uh, and I like I said, I, I claim to know absolutely jack shit. Yeah, because nobody does it in the grand scheme of things. Nobody knows what actually happened. But. For me personally, the stories of the Bible and shit can you can line that up and and I've read books where people have been like, This is what is talked about in school, this is what's talked about biblically, and then you find the gaps in time and periods and stuff like that, and you're like, When they were saying this, this is what the Bible said was going on. And when the Bible was saying this, this is what, you know, history teachers are saying was going on. And so like people that have actually gone and looked at both side by side and been like, This is what was claimed. And this is what was claimed, but also they added in a couple things or they subtracted a couple things. Or they took it from Babylon. Some, you know, whatever. Because the, the Bible part is way after Babylon, way after Samaria. We, but see, we've had these talks before. Is, no, it, you're, these no, no, are, no, these, these are, so, no. you, we can argue about a yeah. million years. Yeah. But Babylon and Samaria, you know, is way before Bible times. But you, you just say that, but like, like I said, can go either way. If you look at a biblical timeline. You're looking at the creation. You're looking at like the quote unquote Garden of Eden, let's say. You're 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 Man. going all biblical and but, we're just talking giants. No, we are. But that's what I'm saying. Like we've had this exact discussion off the podcast before. This. Do you remember? It's probably been like three years or something since we talked. This I remember exact, you were wrong. No, you remember you stopped talking because I was right. No, you're, you cannot <laughs> be right about a time period between the Bible and Samaria. Look, what I was saying was I was lining everything up with creation to the building and the fall of the Tower of Babel, right? There's no such thing. You say that, but what I was saying is there is. And I say, let's just hypothetically say that there is a Tower of Babel, right? Now, was it real? Okay, let's say there is. Yeah. Was it to get to God or was it just a tall ass building? If we're saying Nimrod is the builder of this thing, right? I'm not saying that. You're not. Let's say, let's just hop in a weird timeline, okay. right? Okay. 
let's say that Nimrod is the builder of this thing. Nimrod isn't his entire thing is to reflect what God is doing. God created the entire heavens, the earth. Nimrod comes down. He is this fallen angel. Right. Mm -hmm. And so pretty much the opposite of what God's doing. He's trying to do on earth. And so it's, oh, you do that. I can do this too. And so he's building up this giant city. Right. And when he gets to the heavens, it's almost like a smack in God's face. Like you think you're so special. I can do the same thing. And so he's building this giant tower. And when, when God is like, you know, never mind, this might get a little dicey. So he splits everyone up. Everyone's language changes, right? That's where we all travel to different. No, I know you want to cut in right now, but that's where we all travel to different sides of the globe. That's why we get where language is so similar to each other. That's why we get stuff where the hieroglyphics we talked about are so similar to each other. Are there similarities that shouldn't be there, but somehow they are. It's that we were all once speaking the same language and we split up. Why would, why would God be so cruel to split up our human family? I'm saying Nephilim in general, right? Which I believe. Or giants. Called, yes. Nephilim. You call them Nephilim. I call them giants. No, I'm not saying that Nephilim are 100% all giants. I'm saying that the Nephilim or the giants came from the Nephilim. Nephilim were fallen angels that came down, mated with women, which again, proportions freaks me out. But from that, you get giant races, stuff like that. So it, it's from the people that actually fell. Allegedly, I'm saying I'm not saying this is de definitively, but I'm saying the timeline for me tracks out. And I know you say, oh, that's a homeschool way of thinking. But guess what? Uh, Gobekli Tepe. What about it? That is older than any of the biblical stuff. According to who? The people, like the science? According to the evidence. That's what I'm saying. If there, But if there's gaps in a scientific timeline, in just this, as, as you say, there's like biblical timeline and stuff, it could be millions of years, sure, whatever. But what I'm saying is, is there's something off with the timeline. It's not millions of years for Gobekli Tepe. Sure. Yeah. It is. It is older than anything we thought should have existed. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying that the things for me personally, things check out. You say it's a homeschool way of How thinking. How come I can, you can make fun of me all day long, but if I throw in like that little joke, you get offended. Oh no, you're not just making fun of me. You're making fun of every person that was homeschooled. Regular schooling, if anything, has its own propaganda built in there as well. It totally does. All school does. Yeah. So, so depend like regarding whatever anyone was taught. Personally, if my if I have a theory on something, it can't just be bad because I was homeschooled. It wasn't. You're taking it. I was a joke. I'm standing up for homeschoolers worldwide. We're not all idiots. Now am I going <laughs> to get slapped? You are. You are. Hold on. Just, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I was just talking about homeschoolers, man. I get it. Yeah. And there's a bunch of homeschoolers probably listening to the show. And I'm not. They're fans of yours, Christian, or listeners of yours. Here's and you thing. should you should say you should say, hey, I'm sorry, homeschoolers. I think you're smart as well. I think so. OK, there you go. Giants do not have to be biblical. Let's leave it at that. We we should not always get into a biblical conversation. No, I called it from the jump. I was like, this is probably going to go somewhere. We can't get in. If we're going to do more giants, mm. it just has to be giants. They don't have to come from the Bible. Okay. So now you, you just 100% your way then. I get it. No, we can, we can be like, <laughs> we just shouldn't argue about it. Yeah. No, like that's the thing. Even what we're talking about right now, I don't feel like we're arguing. No. I feel like I feel like you have a point that you're trying to get across to me and I have a point that I'm trying to get across to you. And it's not even like it's more of a debate than us being like, you're fucking wrong. I hate you. you if know? you want me to prove giants are real, you have to believe that God has nothing to do with it. Otherwise, because, no, yeah, no, no, I got you. I'm going to say I'm going to be pulling a lot of giant stuff out of ancient stories, out yeah. of ancient history. Because. At that time point, it's not quite as tainted as our modern times. Nice. You know, now it's like anything can be a conspiracy or a, or a subject we would talk about. Sure. But this one has a lot of uh, meat behind it in ancient times. To the point where Marvel is basically making films about like ancient aliens that have helped guide us. 
And sometimes they look like giants. Propaganda, but sure. Yeah. I mean, if when you look at comic book stories, yeah. a lot of those stories are based in myth and stories that are yeah. ageless. Yeah. And that's what some of this is, the hero story. And just because they're Marvel doesn't mean they're not based on a fact of the past. And in a lot of cases, we see that they are. Yeah. When they have one of the Marvel's most popular characters is Thor. That's a Norse god. Mm-hmm. And now we're bringing in uh, other gods. You know, the Eternals are gods. Um, Moon Knight. Moon Knight yeah. is now a god. Or who? Who is the, is that Seth or is that Osiris? It's Con- Khonshu is the god in this. Khonshu? Yeah. I don't think I've even heard that. He, it's not very well. No, he's not very well known. Poor guy. But he is one of the gods, I guess, there. Mm. The uh, Amit is yeah. not a god, but is after the god, after your heart has been judged against the weight of a feather, if you're deemed, you know, not yeah. good, Khonshu eats your heart. Or oh, not Khonshu, nice. Amit eats your heart. That's his tradition. Yeah. These gods in Marvel are based on ancient gods, and they've been written about for years you know, because Stan Lee put this together, hmm. you know, Moon Knight is not a new, new character. It's just no. new to the screen. Yeah. And they're, true. they, I love the way they base it on human mythology. Cause I think, and I think that's easier to tell stories and connect all these different things to our ancient past that maybe <laughs> we've let be dictated to us in a more of a propaganda way by the, through the years, yeah. because it's become part of religion and politics to tell these stories. And a lot of times those stories are misused mm. to prop up a king or, you know, maybe a Catholic priest or, or a queen. We're not saying yeah, yeah. or a belief in certain yeah. areas of mm-hmm. different religions. Those those things are used as tools. But it, in the case of the Solomon Islands, we're talking giants that you could probably go find now if this story is true. Yeah. And I believe I feel it in my heart to be true. That sounds like it It was all nothing was too like grandiose about anything. It was all like just mellow enough. We're like, damn, yeah, that sounds like it could happen. Yeah. So and, and now that the islands are going to be used, the, the and it, and the, the author who made it sound like the George Bush government pushed the government of Australia at the time to get involved and kind of take over parts of these islands as a peacekeeping mission. So that would check out, but there's like the part of the UFO that we're going to get into in the summer episode is kind of fascinating, which would be a reason why Western governments might take over. Also the fact that they have gold and oil there might be a reason. And if they have giants, we already know that Western, Western uh, and Eastern, any kind of military power wouldn't mind having the DNA of a giant to mix with the DNA of their soldiers. Hey, we've all seen the uh, the super soldier yeah. stories play out. So, yeah. yeah, there's a lot to digest. Uh, it was a good episode, though. I enjoy talking about giants. This is you know, part two of many. Yeah, there's I so still many have giant a couple stories. other ones I want yeah. to talk about. But this one jumped to the front of the list because it was, there's some good stories. Mangoes and the half-cast kid was crazy. That is pretty crazy. We could talk all day just about that part of the story. Yeah, and we should find some cor- uh, corroborating stories with the the Bigfoot that apparently kidnapped and impregnated like a couple women too. So yeah. I think that'd be an interesting. And, and maybe it wasn't a Bigfoot; It was a giant, but giant Bigfoot. We've argued for years or that the, nobody really knows what giants look like. So they could be very hairy. A Bigfoot theoretically would be closely related to a mm. human. Yeah. So, and it could be a giant in, in other words. True. 
you know, I mean, the the two girls kidnapped by giants from Lighton, that sound, those were giants, but they were also Bigfoot. Yeah. When we talked about that on YouTube. So. Sure. Yeah, go check that out. Um, and I, for the fourth time, I'm going to try to close this episode out because it's stretching on a little bit. Fun Sorry. episode, but. I'll shut up. Yeah. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> uh, shout out to Christian for putting this episode together. Very well done. Uh, everyone seems to enjoy your episode, so you're doing something right. Oh, nice. That's well, well done. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, I guess we'll probably see part four or part three at some point in season three. Yeah. Do you remember recently you were like, are you going to write your episodes from like a skeptic's point of view? Yeah, I do remember that. But they don't really, I just put I, them together because they're fun. I was speaking the fear of the people. I was yeah. making sure the people were going to be entertained. Do you still feel, feel fearful of future episodes? I just throw this stuff out it, there. It and depends we, on what the subject is. It depends. Like if it's still people that are a little butthurt about Parsons, but there are people that also enjoyed the episode. So that's yeah. fair because that's a scary individual from it certain is. ways of thinking. I, I really do understand that. Yeah. And that's why it's important for us to talk about things like that too, though, because we make things scary. Yeah. But in the end, he wasn't that scary. Yeah. And going in for part five of closing this episode out, guys, I appreciate you tuning in to yet another week of the Freaky Deaky with the boys. The boys. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. If you have your own theories on Giants or Bigfoot or whatever, whatever you feel like we talked about in this episode, if it resonates with you in some kind of way, reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, all the fun stuff. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube to the Freaky Deaky Podcast, where we have bonus stories lined up just all summer long on Fridays. We got extended 10-minute previews on Wednesdays. We're going to possibly start mixing in some other stuff on Mondays, but, you know, we're just having a good time with it. If there's anything that you would like to hear us cover on the YouTube channel, feel free to write in at the gang at thefreakydeaky.com, and we will get back to you. Or comment and let us know your thoughts. We're open to it. I'm going to regret this. Do you have any closing words, Christian? Believe in giants. Believe in giants. We're there. It only took two two episodes about giants for Christian to believe. We did it. We did it, folks. It actually only took one episode, but here we are at episode two, and he's a believer. So everyone celebrate. Go back, listen to part one in season one, episode three. That'll do. Good night. We'll see you next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye. I liked how you used that'll do. That'll do, pig. For a... That'll do. Like, and that's a giant. Trek is a giant. He is a giant. Giant, giant green asshole.
to be biblical. We've had a very weird stint with Beliefful recently where, like, at first, what what did we do that they were going to... Oh, yeah, we did the, the Chronovisor, right? Yeah. And I think Jeremy or Chris reached out to me and they were like, like, yo, we, we were just... I think they commented on Instagram were like, like, no way, get out of our heads. We were just going to do the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, and I told them, I was like, do it, please. You guys dive hella deep on this stuff. And Chris and I more or less just kind of banter and talk about it. But, um, and then after that, they released, they started releasing other episodes and every episode that they were releasing was on my list. Like every <laughs> single one, like back to back. And I was like, okay, guys, like this is getting, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous now. Cause it would have, it literally would have been, it would have come out like right after, um, they had done theirs. Yeah. Like I would have done the exact same thing. I'm like, I love you guys, but I don't want it to look like I'm just ripping you guys off or anything like that. And, and I know they feel the same way about doing shit. So that's probably why they didn't do a Chronovisor episode. Doesn't that kind of prove the invisible web? around the world that is connected to us all it proves a really weird synchronicity that happened after we recorded the twin episode let me tell you some a story that i just read huh. that will connect this but it's in the monkey world oh are you in tune with the monkey world no now? i just read a story <laughs> about this and since all of a sudden it came up at the beginning as we're talking here i'm going to tell you a quick version of it there's monkeys on this island that have never been exposed to the modern world Lucky. And it's the same. I can't think of it. At some point, we'll do a, do a little bit more info on this hmm. to where I can tell you the type of monkey it is. But this monkey, these scientists were studying. So they would drop something on the beach that required the monkey to break it open. Yeah. To get the food. It was, you know, I can't remember what it was, but it was a type of maybe a, like a nut or something that was had very good food in there that they would use or or it might have been a sandwich. Who knows? But they had to break it. They had to work to get it open. I'm sorry. Did you say a sandwich? I, you know, that's just a joke. But okay. <laughs> it sorry. was it was the monkeys had to do a certain thing to get into this. Yeah. So what happened is once they figured it out, they would teach, you know, the I think the kids figured it out. So the kids taught the parents. Hmm. So then the parents taught other parents and those parents taught their kids. And then for generations, these monkeys knew how to use this certain type of fruit. Yeah or whatever, gets this certain type of food by using a tool. Yeah. Funny thing is, on various other islands in this region, they had the same type of monkeys, but they couldn't communicate because there's ocean in between them. But these monkeys at some time in the past when this was on all one landmass, inhabited this place that got separated when the sea levels rose. So there are islands for thousands, if not millions of years. These monkeys did not, you know, walk over to the other side of the island and teach this next group of monkeys. They would have had to swim miles. Yeah. And they don't swim. But on these other fucking islands, all of a sudden, around the same time period, all these other monkeys learned how to do the same thing. 
That's with, the that's the web you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering. I was like, where's this going, man? Yeah. So yeah, somehow they all learn to do the same thing without no connections, and yeah. it is sci- a scientific study that is provable. Yeah. That and they can't explain how it happened, but they all learned at the same time, separated by vast differences. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, man. I'm not putting it against like maybe there is like a big web that everyone taps into, but it was weird that like this only started happening after we kind of met up and talked about the twin episode, which, hey, maybe we're still going to do at some point. We're kind of waiting on Heather at this point. You know, she's got a lot going on. If she gets in this season, I hope she does. I hope she gets in at the near the end of the season to do the twin episode because, you know, number one, we'd like to fulfill that obligation that you know, we told them we were going to do a twin episode as well. So it's really weird that they were just like, yeah, come on. And then, you know, we can have their stories on our podcast. And we just never held up that end of the bargain. Well, you know what? If if it doesn't work out, we're just going to have to do a twin episode. Yeah, we'll just do it ourselves. And we'll just take Heather's story that we sent them and we'll put it in. Yeah. But regardless, uh, no, but what I'm saying is the synchronicity involved is it wasn't just like random episodes that you would think of. Yeah. Like it was literally they did an episode on. um like haunted or carnivals, like weird shit that happened to carnival and shit. And then that was on my list. I'm like, that would be weird to look into like crazy clown stories or crazy carnival stories or something like that. So, so yeah, I'm like, I'm very actually humbled by the fact that, that we are even in the same, you know, kind of wheelhouse as, you know, some people that I've been listening to for, for fucking years at this point, but they were our inspiration in different ways. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love the way that they research episodes and all that shit and very down to earth guys. I mean, I started listening to Coast to Coast even before that in search of with Leonard Nimoy. So, I mean, there's a, a transition. And maybe by meeting him online and talking about the Twins episode, something kicked and clicked in place to where you're like, okay, now I, now we synchronize. We all synchronize our that, brains together. That thread that I just talked about that obviously the monkeys had to other islands mm. clicked in a human way. Yeah. Which, as a skeptic, I shouldn't be saying shit like this. But this shit makes a lot of sense. Well, you're just saying it with words that I would usually use instead of saying, well, and now science has decided that, you know, as I mean, you some of this, stuff. some stuff is provable. Classic. Yeah. It's the next step of provable stuff. That, and I, that's what I'm always saying is I want it to be provable. So there's no question.